welcome welcome back to our journey of love once again i'm your co-host darius and i am z all right and uh coming to you today with uh uh, uh, definitely a detour on our journey, slight delay um, from our, you know, scheduled trip that we actually planned out. But um, yeah, I know we left you guys on episode one, ending with Darius asking me a question uh, that we um, fully thought, you know we were going to move forward with that episode and that topic. However, there has been things that um, have transpired that, you know, were unexpected to us Mm -hmm. uh, since this past week. And we just felt that it was in our heart for us to come and talk about it. Be truthful, transparent. Yes. Uh, Because, again, on our journey, this is um, our life, um, real life. And, um, you know, when things happen, you got to go with it. And I um, just decided to, you know, definitely share that um, with you all. Let you know exactly what's what's transpired, like my wife said, um, this past week and how we are maneuvering through that and um, just how God has uh, been instrumental throughout the um, throughout this process and um, how we've been able to um, get through it with each other as well. Sure. So, uh, so yeah, but like we say, every episode we start with our couple's talking points. So my card asks, what memory always makes you laugh? What memory? always makes you laugh so many but now now that you've been on this uh, fruity loop (laughs) I think that's a memory that's going to stick with me for really for a bit now oh my memory is a childhood memory And it's, um, goodness, I don't know how old we're, I want to, but I'm pretty sure we're like elementary, middle school-ish. And it was me and my big sister, Roxanne. We're on our way to uh, the convenience store. My mom would send us to the convenience store to go get soda or whatever she needed from there. And we were walking the road that we would take, it's like, um, it was really off of a real busy street. And we're walking and she wasn't looking where she was walking and the lid of the sewer was removed and she stepped right into it. <laughs> so she's literally like doing this, but one leg is hanging into the sewer, the other one is, above ground (laughs) and I could not stop laughing and my sister has been you know since we were younger like we were very thin but my sister was like still like thicker than us so and she's taller so she was heavy for me (laughs) I 
couldn't help her and pick her out. So it was, I wasn't strong enough to lift her. And on top of that, I was just dying laughing. So I was just <laughs> more weak. And cars <laughs> were just passing by and she's like, help me, help me. So I had to run off and go get my brother. And oh then my gosh, so, you left, so left her again. It's a very busy street. So <laughs> I don't know how a car did not stop and come Wow. Uh, so it's definitely one of my go-tos that I just think about it and I just start laughing. Uh, I thought you meant like memories. Like, no, it, it doesn't say to us. It just says like what to, memory. To and that's what came to my head. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so, I couldn't think of one, but definitely this Fruit Loop stuff is definitely at the top of my list right now. Look, I heart Krishan. And so her new song, well, she's featured on this song. But... Yeah. yeah, you will find out that that's her <laughs> person. <laughs> uh, if you could sit down with your 15-year-old self, what would you tell them? Oh, my gosh. I would build her up. So tell her you are smart. You are beautiful. Um, and you will succeed. Um, I would tell my 15 year old self to, uh, definitely believe in yourself more. Um, Everything is going to be okay. And uh, just just keep pushing. Um, but definitely believe in your, believe in yourself. That's good. Yeah. Unless we had a lot of doubt in ourselves. Yeah. So, I mean, self-doubt can definitely damage you, I think, more than anything. Um, because if... If you don't believe in you, who's gonna? Who else is gonna believe in you? If you don't have that drive, how are you gonna get that drive from? Well, that's true, but I think else? that your household that you came from, that at least I thought it was something that was consistent, like positive talk to you was consistently said. So, like, you're going to make it, or you are smart, or. You know what I mean? So that wasn't the case. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not going to say that I um, I didn't get positive affirmations, right? Uh, it was just a lot that surrounded that, that those were kind of lost, right? Um, and definitely, um, I wouldn't say, yeah, I would just say just because of everything else that went, went on around, around, around me, that it definitely got lost in, uh, translation, you know, or giving, giving it out. It got lost in being received because it's like. Hey, you're smart or whatever, but then you gotta worry about, you know, yeah. if you're gonna, you know, still be welcome, <laughs> welcome to your own house, you know, right after that, right? 
So. Yeah, I mean, I know where my self-doubt came from, and it was definitely was just getting it from, I felt it was getting it from everywhere because getting bullied at school, <clears throat> getting bullied at school, um, I don't know how teachers are, they, <clears throat> excuse me, these days, but the school that I remember going to, the teachers didn't care. They're just like, blatantly just tell you, oh, you ain't doing it. You know what I mean? So um, it felt like it was being bullied, getting it from teachers, um, hearing it at home. And I feel like siblings is, um, that's, that's a normal thing, right? Because yeah. it's your siblings, but it's your parent and your sibling. So where do you, where do you get that from? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So And also who you get it from, because you can get it from, you can get it from, like I said, I can get it from my mom, but am I getting it from my dad? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, like sometimes it, it definitely is important on who, where it comes from or who it comes from, I should say. Um, that it'll have a impact. Like my mom, you know, she's always there. So you're going to tell me this because I'm always here. But if I don't see, see you enough. Yeah. And I, then I don't hear it. Am I really good enough? Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, I think that. Even now, sometimes I just look at my pictures of whenever I was younger. And I was like, if I could go back in time or, yeah. And I'll just tell you, you're so beautiful inside and out. You're smart. And, you know, again, you'll succeed in life. Like, you don't have to do anything just to fit in or you know, to be liked and, and have a relationship or be noticed and stuff like that. So I kind of wish sometimes we was the same age and then we went to school together. So. <laughs> if we went to school together and was the same and we were the same age and went to school together. I don't know. That thought never crosses my mind. <laughs> you don't have to cross yours. It crosses mine. You hear me? That's funny. Yeah. All right. So those are our cards. So let's go ahead and get to the our topic. Our topic. Um and go ahead and start us off. Um yeah, so it's been a very unexpected week. Weekend. Going on yeah, going on two weeks now. Going on two weeks. Um it started off on Really what, where we are right now, it's, it's because it started off on um, December 7th, which mm -hmm. so happened to be our oh, anniversary. It so happened to be the day that we dropped our first episode. Our first episode. So in that sense, it was exciting, mm -hmm. right? Um, big day, big day. Then, however, we also had our most recent court hearing. Um, so this was a court hearing that was scheduled because um, our daughter was consistently getting to school late by the other parent. Mm -hmm. um, so those visitations were 
she would have weekly Thursday visits and there would be overnight visits. So every Friday morning, getting there late. Um, and then when it was her weekend, it was every Friday and every Monday. Um, probably not right off the bat, but eventually I came to find out that our daughter's stomach was hurting in the mornings. And mm -hmm. so when we're asking questions, it's come to find out she's not having breakfast. So getting to school late, no breakfast. And then sometimes not. Sometimes her not, not brushing her teeth in the morning, getting yeah. um, on the way to school, uh, getting getting to school, um, not something like I said, not either showering the day before, um, and then going to school the next day. So just a lot of different un unhealthy things. Yeah. Um, she definitely was not getting the rest either because mm -hmm. we would go have lunch with her on Fridays. So it would be the day after she spent the night um, with her mom and she would, you could just see the bags underneath her eyes. So she was so tired. Um, even teachers came up to us. Um, I think one of our teachers came and let us know like, oh, her stomach was hurting this morning. She didn't have breakfast. So sent her to go get yeah, amen to that time to eat breakfast so literally all she had you know what i mean all the way into um so yeah so we felt that it was in the best interest of kj for things to be changed to provide more consistency mm -hmm. and um our hopes was you know we're gonna have go to court change this order from overnight visits to standard to a standard visit so that would be uh, still gets to see her mom every week but it'll be for two week for two hours and then on her weekends if she doesn't get her until friday evening um no she, she or no she gets yeah, her she gets her from school still on fridays but on friday. it was on sunday, sunday she would come back from six instead of going to school um, instead of taking her to school on that monday um and just to give the backstory a bit uh, we touched on it a bit in the first episode i've been battling for custody since i would since 2016 technically but 2018 when the divorce was final from my daughter's um from uh, kj's mom so since then there's been a pattern of keeping uh my daughter away from me not um bringing her to scheduled visits um countless court court dates of uh me fighting to be involved in my uh, daughter's life and get those visitations that i'm supposed to that i have a right to get and um, like I said, so going through those things for three, so well, since 2016, like I said, so in two that, so from then to 2000, 2021. Yeah. Yeah, 2021, um, in and out of court consistently filing 
going through different attorneys and then finally representing myself, um, was able to actually get custody of, uh, of my daughter in 2021. Last year. It was last year? Yeah. Also oh, 2022. The process started in 2021. We had to go through a home study. Mm-hmm. Um, there was consistent violations again, 2021. And finally when we got the hearing, um, then the judge had tried to remove you. Well, so his re- his recommended thing was, I'm going to remove you from standard and give you extended visits. Um, this was a moment that I was very proud of you because you stood your ground and you said, um, I'll accept the, the extended visits. However, I really feel I am the better parent the better suitable parent for our child um, because the mom continues to violate these orders. Mm-hmm. And and then hurting our daughter educationally too at that time. And her education. So um, the judge actually said, okay, well then this is what I'm going to do. I will, I will set up a home study for you guys mm-hmm. and then we'll go off of that. And for me, it was like the greatest day because that had never been a a recommended thing. Right. And even we weren't even supposed to get him, go in front of him and talk to him to begin with. Yes. So then to go through the home study, again, both homes. A caseworker went in, talked to the child, reviewed the home, um, interviewed both parents and interviewed me. Um, and then we had our trial. Mm-hmm. So the trial came up in, again, 2022 in May. Um, and then at the end of May, towards the end of the May, we got the notice the judge sided with you and said you were you you're gonna get your baby yes that's what she told me that's what she <laughs> told you. yeah but I'm the letter said you are granted yeah. primary custody of your child mm-hmm. and this took effect literally immediately like a day i june think second. june 2nd 2022 so she comes and moves with us mm-hmm um, first I want to ask that in itself, what were you feeling? What were your emotions? What were your thoughts when you found out like you um, got this? Words, words don't even do, do it justice of how, how happy I was um to hear to hear that to know that everything that we that we fought for everything that that we put into it all the <laughs> all the arguing even between amongst ourselves with not even agreeing on certain things um putting up turning the other cheek 
um, when things about my character being being said that wasn't true. And mine. Yep, and yours. Um, to go through all of that and be rewarded at the end was a it was a great great feeling, and just just had to give it all honor to God, you know, um, because there were days that I wanted to stop, and was like. Maybe it'll be easier if I just stop fighting. Yeah. But every time I would get to that point, God would just call on my spirit and be like, no, that's not, that's not you. You're not a quitter for one. And your baby needs you. So, just constant prayer definitely, definitely helped me get through that. Um, what about you? Because I know definitely that's a lot for you to take on as a bonus parent. Um, not even a bonus parent, and like before we even got married, a girlfriend. A fiance going through all of that. Um, How were you able to withstand and then to hear those words? Because you've been part of it since, since, since day one. Yeah. Actually. Well, not day, day one, but. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, yeah. Pretty close. (laughs) Um, Well, I remember. I remember that when you came into the room, you're pulling me to a room. We're in the courthouse and you're pulling me to a room to um, let me know. I could just see it all over your face. And I just wanted to bust out in tears. And I'm just like, no, 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 this, it's not true. Like, you know, and I remember that day like this. And he was like, shut up, shut up. Drove to the parking lot. Oh my gosh, we I I had it inside me. It was just a buildup, and I just had to scream so loud and just get it out because I was so happy. Um, I'm trying not to cry in this episode, okay? But I was so happy uh, that this was a that we won the case. Everything. Uh, sleepless nights, days being out of work, you know what I mean? Um, driving around, it felt like literally all over DFW, looking, looking for, for our him. child, um, on our scheduled visits. And yeah, so it, it was a very great feeling. And like I said, I don't think I can put that into words, but right. it's it's the close closest that I can uh, come up with. And through it all, it was really just God that I've told you. Like I remember being, um, I remember whenever I was a child, 
like I would, I don't know why and where I got this from, but so those who don't know, my dad passed away when I was two years old. <laughs> and so my dad passed away when I was two years old and I was still young, but I was like, maybe I remember I had to have been four or five years old and I would sit in the back of our house on the, on the back porch. And I would just sit there and, and be talking to, to God and be talking to my dad. And through a lot of the trauma that I've gone through, like things that I've gone through in life as a child, God was my number one person that I would always talk to, that I could always rely on and just speak so freely with. And I could just feel his presence. So at some point, as I grew older and my early adulthood life um it wasn't something that I was doing so much mm -hmm. you know and when I got with you and then this started happening it was right back to talking to God it was and then your connection like knowing that you you helped me learn more about the Bible. So it was being able to rely on you with that as well, you know, and that that's really what, what it was. It was, it was God. It was my faith in just speaking with him because there would be moments where, like you said, if you and I are having a disagreement and you already have this situation. Yeah. This other situation that is essentially like creating so much hurt and pain to you. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing you want and the last thing that any relationship would need is then your own relationship together yeah. to have that you know yeah. so that would hurt me whenever we would get into it um and i would again i, I would just pray about it i consistently just praying and talking to god about it um and i think that that's just where where i am now as well you know since then i i, I haven't let go of that um yeah. and that's one of the one of the things I love most about you is just how dedicated you are to to God. And really that's you you seek him no matter what. It's kinda like not to say you're grandma, but it's like <laughs> it's it's like uh like my uh my grandmother, she used to uh always have the church channel on on oh, TV, yeah. so it's like in the <laughs> how you do in the living room. It's always on. Uh, 
something. It's like uh, Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts preaching, or we listen to um, Mike Todd, uh, Pastor T- uh, Mike Todd, or we have our church, uh, Disney Worship Center, um, and either a pastor is preaching or PJ um, um, is preaching. His videos. Yeah, his videos, looking at his videos on TikTok, so. Uh, it's always something always, inspirational. Yeah, just always mm-hmm. um, looking to him for guidance. Um, and that's ad, um, admirable. Uh, so, um, yeah, like I said, that's one of the things I, I love about you. And that helped me know how dedicated you are. Yeah. Help me be able to stay strong in my faith. Um. So it would get frustrating with you at times because you would be like, naturally you have a reason to be frustrated and upset and you know what I mean? Going through all those emotions because you cannot see your child. You do not know where she's at. You, you, there's no communication, you know what I mean? And to me, just to know, like, God has gotten us through this, you know, and he's, he's with us and he's with her. So I know she's okay. Um, so whether it be not being able to see KJ, whether it, it was in regards to the court rejecting your, your filings for whatever reason and seeing your frustration and I would come to you and I'm just like, so my thought process is if you go to church, you know everything. That's the way that I would always think. So because <laughs> Darius <laughs> has gone to church longer than I have, then I'm just all like, dude, you should know this. You know God is with you. How can you not, like, how do you not feel that? How do you not feel so secure and know I don't have to stress about this. I don't have to worry about it because God is over it. You know what I mean? And... So whenever I would remind you, then that that would say like that would be my frustration because I'm just like, I know it, I feel it. Right. Why don't you know that? And I know you would tell me like, it's not that I don't know it, you know, but it's still just hard. And yeah, and I sure. definitely get that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, going missing her Christmas. Yeah. New Year's. New Year's. Not seeing her for Valentine's Day. Going on two separate occasions, two or three months without any communication. And Missing her first day of kindergarten. Like those are, those are moments that are embedded in my, in my mind. And that's why it was so hard in those moments to not have that type of reaction. Yeah. So it's not that I don't, that I don't or didn't believe that. God, um, God was there. God has it. God is going to guide through the situation. 
it's still, <laughs> I'm not seeing what's mine. Right. And I mean, we're human at the end of the day. Yeah. So it's it's still it's a, a struggle point at, at, at times. But, you know, my, like I said, with you being how you are, definitely helped snap me back faster than if I didn't have you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that, um, and that's why I was saying, like, this weekend, which we haven't gotten into, but we are getting there. Um, just to say that I feel God, I don't even know how to say this, but it's just kind of like, I am your peacemaker and you are mine. Like when, when I'm going through something, when, when I'm worried, when I'm stressed, when my anxiety is up, when I'm scared, you are there to comfort me. And so whenever you're going through it, it, and it can be something like even just this um, past weekend, right? One of us is like up here and for some reason, and I don't know how, it could be that in that moment, I'm that calm person and I'm able to calm you and I'm able to talk to you and, you know, let's think, think other ways or, you know what I mean? Things like that and, and vice versa. But I genuinely love that about us that no matter what and looking back to them, this I like, it just leaves me like in awe because I've never had that in any prior relationship. Right. Um, yeah. And like I said, with this, with the situation that, that happened, it's like, this was like one of the few times where neither one of us overreacted. It was like, here we go again. Yeah. Because we're both to the point to where now we've accepted like this is our norm, unfortunately. And I remember you telling me that you was like, you were talking to your counselor. You was just like, yeah, this is our new norm. That's just, that's why I'm not reacting how I used to in the past. That's why he's not reacting like he used to in the past. Yeah. It's hard because sometimes it's like you're just on go mode. I have to do this. I have to do that. You know what I mean? And it definitely felt like that this weekend. So, KJ was removed from school without your authorization on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, yeah. So, sorry. So, Thursday. So, again, when we go back December, uh, December 7th. Had court judge um, approve the um, standard visitation orders where we go from six to eight, uh, six to eight on Thursdays, and then on um, weekends she comes back at six. The that Thursday when we actually got the orders back from 
um, the clerk's office. I sent a message uh, to her mom, let her know, hey, first of all, you, she was served. Right. And she didn't reply to the court. So she was in default. So she didn't show up to the court, to the court hearing. So um, I let her know we had a court date um, on the 7th. Orders were changed. You are six to eight on Thursdays. And what the weekends were since um, it was her weekend. Even still. Said, hey. So I said, I'll go ahead and let this be. How it was, you get overnight on this Thursday, and then you still take her to school on Monday. Within an hour after letting her know that, she took KJ out of school. And then on that Friday, did not take her back to school. And then did not bring her back on Sunday Either because at that point, when she took her out of school early, I was like, no, since you took it upon yourself to do that, we're going to go off of what these orders are and you ought to bring her, we ought to um, bring her back on Sunday at six. Yeah. And it's violation, violation, violation. Within a week. Yeah. So we had to file a police report. Um, so essentially time that, um, whoever has possession of the child and is set to bring them back to the other parent, if they do not show up, then the protocol is you call the police, um, or go to that, the nearest police station, you follow a, a police report. Um, and then that is, is supposed to help you out in court to show proof that that other parent violated the orders. Um, so you did that on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then um, Monday was a bit hectic as well, where we had to go and file these other orders. Um, trying to get now the new orders that were just set in place at the beginning of this month to be readjusted we were trying to we were trying to do a um what do they consider a, a restraining order they couldn't do that um simply because we didn't have possession of the child we tried to so we're going off violations now mm-hmm. going off of the uh, going off of the enforcement and again everything is what's in the best interest of our daughter. She needs stability. She needs um, someone who doesn't put themselves before her. And unfortunately that's not happening with the other, uh, with the other parent. So it's kind of like it's, not kind of like it is my hand is forced to 
take the steps that I'm taking, um, that we're taking in order to make sure she is taken care of. And unfortunately, she's going to be hurt initially. But the it's like when she first came uh, to stay with us, it's we'll take these lumps, we'll take these adjustments, but eventually she's going to end up getting used to it and understanding why things are the way that they are. And that's the, that's the hope is to, that it'll end up clicking at some point that, Hey, this is not, and we have those conversations with her. This is not daddy being mean or anything like that. This is, Hey, this is the situation that happened. You didn't go to school because of she wanted to go do something else and put that above your education. And so how was that fair to you? Right. And that's not the first time that that's happened. No. And I'd say like um, going back in regards to saying this is our new norm when I'm thankful for my counseling sessions that I have every two weeks because I don't know where I would be mentally with that like going every two weeks definitely helps out but like there's even sometimes like I would say even right now where I'm just all like oh my gosh I just want to call her up and talk to her Mm. because In that moment, like I had told her, it's weird. Like, I just feel I knew what we were doing in that moment, which again, where the we we had to go do these filings, right? Because of the violations she just did. I was just so confident. It it was hurt, but it was also confident in the way we were moving. Um, That was Friday morning. And then, so then the whole weekend transpired and Sunday didn't hear from her, didn't know where she was at. Um, the mom and KJ weren't answering phones. You know what I mean? We couldn't talk to her either. And I think now that it has actually passed, like yesterday, and this and this is another thing that sucks about about this whole situation um and all of these chain of events that have happened throughout is how much time it takes us away from work and i always say how blessed are we that we have an employer um that can be understanding and it's not held against us because i could probably be working somewhere else and they could be like no we got to let you go that this is way too much. You know what I mean? That it's too many days being out and you're caught between I'm trying to go find my child. I'm trying to go do this for my child. I'm trying to fight for her. And then I also have to have a job to provide for my family. You know what I mean? That's another blessing right there. And so I had to take yesterday off just because it was just too much. I had, 
a really bad headache, um, just being able to really enjoy and take that moment in to spend it with KJ again, you know? And then yeah. today was just like all the emotions, like my anxiety was up. I felt I could not breathe. Like it, someone was just stepping on my chest. Um, it was hard. So that's why I said, it's like, you, you really have to have that faith and, um, one, definitely being able to, to talk to your partner and have someone to, that you're talking about it with, but like back. with, if, if I would think that I could do this on my own, it's tough. If I didn't have that relationship with God that I have, mm -hmm. I don't know where I would be. So easy to get lost in this thing and mm -hmm. feel defeated. And, and um, want to, and just want not want to continue, continue because we we've both had our breakdown moments throughout this sure. throughout this entire thing, and it sucks that we're still dealing with it. Because I mean, I know at some point after all of this, then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get there because that's what happened last time. Yeah. But, because I'm so I'm so busy right now with that and then with work. Yeah, let's say when you're just on the go, you don't have time to process those feelings, those emotions and know what really, you know, you're going through. Like you're you're not even giving your your mind and your body to, to feel that. And that's and that and going into that, that's where that's where God comes in to try not to go to that place yeah and to continue to pray to him and talk to him um talk to you even you know um because without you it, it'll definitely be without god it wouldn't be possible without right. you it'll be it'll it definitely be that much harder so definitely trying to communicate and be open with what i'm feeling in those moments that if i'm like Yo, I just, I just need a day. I can't do everything that I need to do because, because of this. And then you being understanding about it. Like some days not so understanding. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, I need you to do this. The fact that we're able to come together and have those conversations is key. Even though it's something that we may not want to hear, it's still a necessary thing that I need that I need to hear. Yeah, and it's crazy because it's like I'll think about. Well, now as an adult going through life and what life throws at you, and you realize it's like the world stops for no one. Absolutely. Your bills are still due. Work still expects you to go to work. Mm -hmm. Your child who has no idea what you are going through and the fact that you're having to just have that presence and provide her that stability. Need you. 
still needs you. You know what I mean? So I remember when, as a child growing up and teachers would, would say that it's like, the world's not going to stop for you. Like you're having a bad day. It's going to keep going and you can you just sit back and watch everybody else pass you up or you're going to have to get up and start moving, you know? Yeah. Um, and I definitely understand that more so now than I did back then. So I'm just like, what are you talking about? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it kind of put it in, um, it, it did put it in perspective um, just of no matter what, um, life throws at you, you can persevere and continue to go as long as you keep God first and keep your those close to you um, first and talk to them. It's seeing uh, seeing PJ get his double masters. Yeah. The accomplishment that that, that, that meant. So, like I said, they put it in perspective of no matter what you're going through, you can always succeed if you put God first. If God is in it, you gotta win it. I may trademark that, so don't steal it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it right now. Good job. All right. I mean, that's the detour. That's the. That was the our little, detour. That was the delay weekend. that has hindered us a bit on our journey um but we're just changing the tires and checking the oil and getting everything right to continue <laughs> to go on this journey in other words say it yes we have essentially right now we're on a um i don't know what you call it a pending like we have our court hearing coming up it's unfortunate it has to wait out till february but um yeah so everything is still in the in the in the process it's in the works it's still moving um but we're going to continue to do what we need to do for our daughter and as things happen um because how transparent we want to be on our platform we'll definitely you know keep you keep um keep you all in tune yeah on what's going on um we do plan on getting back to the uh the program that we have laid out um yeah that we had um that we have laid out because um and because we watched that video earlier today uh video the leadership um video oh um I just wanted to say what, again, what makes our platform so different is because of how transparent we are, how God-fearing we are, and I believe our situation, I know a lot of people go through the things that we go through, but I do believe our situation is unique in itself um, because it's us. Look, I told my husband today, we are going to be the number one podcast, couples podcast, interracial podcast, 
and I forgot what the other one. I don't know if there was another one. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> blended family. Yeah, blended family. Blended, blended family. family. Um, being with, being with a black man. <laughs> <laughs> be being with someone who has gone through um such a journey themselves in regards to just being a part of their own child's life it has definitely um taught me a lot opened my eyes to things that i didn't even knew that did and did not exist like when we're going through our um what was it called when we're going through our home study um that was crazy in the show. we were also again he was he was prepping himself for um representing himself and this is the biggest thing like to know the the pressure and i don't even know how that felt but i could just imagine to to know that felt that pressure of like it is all on me if i don't get my child if if i don't win this case it was something that i did or something that i did not do I failed her. you know what i mean i would have been i would have, I would have failed her. and so to have to walk away from that with knowing that you did not win it you know what i mean and not knowing when you would get that chance all over again um and this is i always tell tell my husband it is nothing but god true the judge that requested the home study we were not supposed to have him we were not supposed to be on his docket at all and how we got there, we have no idea. No, nope. even, even what, even the court, even one of the court hearings where I messed up, I didn't mess up, and I didn't file the right thing. But God made it a way to where He gave me the ability, the ability to be able to get the right paperwork in. And it wasn't even like him giving you the ability. It was just the fact that he touched the judge to be able to do that. He did touch the judge, but it was the the request of the other party just so happened to work on your your favor as well. Um, and nobody would have known that. You know what I mean? Right. You and you, the reason reason why I say that is because she she asked for it. He said no, and then came back and was like, "Are you gonna give it to her?" After he, after I didn't have the, after you realized, after like, realized I didn't, I didn't file the right paperwork. He was like, "Hold on one second before I started. Hold on one second. What did you say you want? You wanted again? Are you gonna grant it a continuance? Yes. Good choice." So, like I said, God works through everything. And believing in him and having that faith is definitely what 
helps us through moments like these that we're going through now. Yeah. And as I said, it's like, um, with, with the statement that I, I made about this is our new norm. It was, it's our new norm because I always thought once we win this case, that's it. We don't have to go to court anymore. We're not going to have issues. And this past weekend just showed me that's not the case. Because as long as you keep dealing with a person who is not willing to co-parent, as long as you keep dealing with someone who's doing something to intentionally just hurt you, it's not looking at what's in the best interest of the child, but they're so focused on what is it you're doing? Mm -hmm. How can I hurt you? Then we're going to keep having these issues. And it's so unfortunate. And I hate it so much to be like, this is our norm, but it is something that I have to accept. But no, God is with us at the same time. Exactly. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you. Thank you for um, allowing us to uh, make it through the day. Uh, continue to bless us. Continue to guide us. Um, watch over everyone um, who's going to be watching this and listening to us. Watch over my wife and I as we continue to go through our journey. Um, watch over our daughter. Continue to cover her. Um, even watch over her mom and um, touch her, her heart. heart. Dear, Heavenly, dear Heavenly Father. And uh, just continue to bless all our family and friends. Um, we pray for healing. And in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. I love, love you. you. All right, guys. So, as always, pack your bags and continue with us on our journey. Peace.